Hello everyone, I welcome you all to thorough newspaper analysis which is presented to you by LawSeco. So today we'll discuss important articles from the newspaper of 23rd June 2021. We have two important articles of the day. The first is titled as How Judges Recuse from Cases and Why. In this article, we'll discuss about the procedure of recusal from the cases and is there any formal rule for it and how judges do recuse from themselves from cases and why. The second article is titled as Compensation for COVID Death Petition in Supreme Court and What the Law Says. In this article, we'll discuss about the petition regarding compensation for COVID deaths and what is the Supreme Court verdict in it and what is the center's reply to that. This newspaper analysis is presented to you by me. My name is Ankita Parida. I'm working as a trainee associate with LawSeco. You can reach out to me at my LinkedIn or Twitter handle which is mentioned here. So moving to our first article of the day, in this we'll talk about recusing of judges from the cases. Last week, the Supreme Court Judge Justice Indra Banerjee and Justice Aniruddha Bose recused themselves from hearing cases relating to West Bengal. Also, a recently case happened that Delhi High Court Judge Anup Bhambani recused himself from Digital Media House case which challenged the validity of IT rules regulating intermediaries. So it has been seen that in past there has been many cases in which the judges have refused to take the cases or recuse themselves from the cases. Some of the instances are in March 8, 2016, Justice Chamleshwar recused from a case pertaining to Bangalore blast which accused Abdul Nazir Mudani. In March 9, 2016, Justice A.R. Dave said that it is unable to hear activist Tista anticipatory bail plea and referred it to the CGI for listing it before another bench. In March 10, 2016, Justice V.G. Gowda recused from hearing CBI's plea challenging May 2010 Allahabad High Court verdict dropping criminal conspiracy charge against BJP leader L.K. Adwani in Babri Masjid case. Again in April 28, 2011, Justice D.K. Jain and H.L. Dattu recused from hearing then Sikkim High Court Chief Justice P.D. Dinakaran's petition seeking a stay on Rajya Sabha appointment inquiry panel against him. And lastly, March 2, 2012, bench of Justices H.L. Dattu and C.K. Prasad choose not to hear a petition challenging validity of 8.5 million US dollars claim Energy Vedanta Day. So let's know what is the process of recusal and why do judges do that? Let's first address why why this kind of step is taken by the judges and they refuse to take certain kind of cases. So it has been seen that to prevent creating a perception that a judge has carried a bias while deciding the case, this kind of step has been taken. It has been seen that sometimes there is conflict of interest which comes from whether if they, they are party to the case or whether they have already given verdict to it. For example, a high court judge, for example, if a high court judge has given verdict to a case and he is then promoted to be a Supreme Court judge and that case comes to him as an appeal, then this kind of in, uh, this kind of case has already been decided by the same judge and it would not make the any kind of judgment most likely so it would be a bias also it has been seen that there has been problems of prior personal association for example 
for example if a judge is hearing a case on a company and he has he has a very large holding share on the shares of the company and in that case in that case it can be seen that the person has a association with the company so there can be a conflict of interest so basically this this thing has been derived from the cardinal principle of due process of law which states that nobody can be a judge of their own case also it would it would be uh, right to say that judge have a duty to act fair in the cases so therefore if there is a conflict of interest they see they think that it is there then they sometimes withdraw themselves or recuse themselves from the, those kind of cases let's see what is the process for recusal so basically there is no formal rules on which um, it has been stated that how a judge can recuse themselves from the case however it has been said that based on the conscience or discretion of the judge to uh, not to not to disclose any kind of potential conflict of interest they recuse themselves from these kind of thing and secondly if the parties or the lawyers request or bring before the judge that such kind of association is there and it can bring any kind of conflict of interest then they might withdraw or recuse themselves or refuse to take the case now let's see can a judge refuse or recuse so basically what happens that when a case comes before a judge and he puts a request for recuse then it no longer rest with the judge to decide on it however it goes to the um, authority like cgi or the um, chief judge uh, justice of the high court to decide on it however there has been seen that there has been some instances where justices have recused and also withdrawn even if they don't see any conflict of interest but only because of some kind of apprehension they have recused themselves from cases there have been some relevant cases regarding it to test whether it is uh, right to recuse from uh, themselves from the cases one is the ranjit thakur versus union of india that is in 1987 it stated that the test for likelihood of bias is the reason reasonableness of the apprehension in the mind of the party so if the party involved in the case whether it may be the judge or the party uh, for example the lawyer or the party who is involved who is filing the suit or something if they have a reasonable ground or they have any reasonableness in their reason then there can be a reasonable bias likelihood of bias and based on it this based on this apprehension recusal can be taken there has been instance in 2019 of uh, justice arun mishra refused to recuse himself from a matter previously delivered by him stating that the request or recusal one ex- was an excuse of forum shopping so as we discussed when a verdict has already been given by a high court judge or a uh, or a judge of any subordinate uh, subordinate uh, court and that case again comes to the judge um, in the way of appeal in higher court then it he or she might say that there will be a conflict of interest and he might recuse from themselves and they have stated that it brings forum shopping to the picture let's discuss what is forum shopping so forum shopping is basically a practice where litigants file the legal case in the court which they believe is probable is probable for providing a favorable verdict so when a litigant thinks that this judge will give me a favorable verdict they keep on going to dispute resolution forums and keep on filing till they get a suitable verdict 
and this kind of practice is known as forum shopping so to avoid it it has been seen that most of the time that the judges recuse or refuse to take these kind of cases so now let's discuss whether they need to uh, note down any reason or whether they need to state any reason for that so basically there is no formal rule to put down any reason it is left to the individual to put the reason however there has been a landmark verdict in 2015 in which the uh, njac was held unconstitutional in this the justice kurian joseph and justice madan lokar had held that judges need to give reason and recusal need to be built transparently so that a, a broader framework or guideline can be made so that this can be taken in a more transparent and accountable manner moving to the second article of the day it talks about compensation for covid deaths in this article we'll discuss about the supreme court verdict on the petition which had seek compensation for the covid deaths so basically recently the supreme court has reserved its verdict on petition seeking compensation for 4 lakh to the kin of those who died due to covid 19 or related complications in this the center has stated that it is beyond the affordability of the states to pay 4 lakh each to the kins of the people who have died in the covid pandemic so let's see what are the provisions for compensation for death and why this is a question of law which has been brought before the supreme court basically in the disaster management act covid 19 was declared as a notified disaster and under it section 12 subsection 3 talks about minimum standard compensation or relief these minimum standard include ex gratia assistance for account of loss of life it also include damage that is done to house and means of livelihood and based on it the relief or compensation need to be given to the people however based on um, uh, though the covid 19 has been notified disaster the center has reverted that it cannot give compensation that to such a huge amount to the people who to the people who are the kin of the people who have died in covid because of various several reasons now let's see what is the government response the government states that the pandemic is a longer recurring disaster it is not just a one single uh, or a one time event so we have been witnessing the pandemic since two years and it is not just like a tsunami which comes and goes or like a flood or like a earthquake that it happened and you give a compensation to the people but it is stay, staying here for a longer time and people are also predicting that there is yet to come the third wave of this pandemic so 4 lakh is beyond the affordability of the government and it would completely consume or drain away the amount which is there in the state disaster relief funds and because of draining of the funds it would make the government very inefficient and insufficient to deal with this kind of pandemic in future situations and also there is a, a huge lack and the uh, huge lack of funds currently the country is facing and especially the states because of low level of taxes low level of economic activities and increased health expenses the government has also responded to the term ex gratia and it stated that ex gratia is in itself means the amount is not based on any legal entitlement 
so so it is not mandatory that the government will pay compens- compensation to the people based on this the second we discussed is that what are the steps taken by the government and how the steps taken by the government can be justified or not so the government first on the first place notified it as a disaster because of a very simple reason that it could provide assistance to the states under the state disaster relief fund or sdrf and based on it the ndma or national disaster management authority has already provided almost 1000 crores to various states based on which the migrant laborer crisis was tackled and also to some extent they were compensated for example the assistance by was given by the government of 2 lakh each to the people who have died in the migration crisis based on the sdrf fund the disaster uh, management authority has facilitated things like quarantine facility collection of samples from homes and places essential equipment uh, given given to the um, um, hospitals and many other anganwadis and also relief has been provided as a temporary accommodation food and clothing so these th- things have have been the steps given by the government the delhi government however has come a step further and it has announced 5 lakh to the kins of the deceased who have died due to shortage of oxygen and 50000 for the covid death so this is the demand by the people and the verdict of supreme court has reserved it however the government's response is completely um, opposite to it and it has tried to justify it by stating that it will be lacking funds to tackle it further and manage it better way so this was all for today thank you